Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. And this is Amped. Hey, Dave, happy August. Thanks, Peggy. I appreciate the well wishes. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Summer's almost over. Thank goodness. It's so, been warm. It's been crazy, like Dante's Infernal hot in Virginia. I've not been, it has not been an amusing summer for me. Yeah, well, that's a beautiful segue into the topic of today's podcast, isn't it? It is, which is how to beat the summer heat and tricks and tips to trying to stay comfortable when you use a prosthesis. Because Dave, as you know, when you have something kind of tethered to your body like that, it's as great of a fit as it can be, it, it makes you hotter and it just makes you more uncomfortable. So at least that's what I tell Scott when I complain you know, all the time about the weather that I blame it on my leg. Yeah. And one of the tips and tricks you will, tips and tricks you will not get today is one of my favorites, which is simply stay inside, read a book, turn on the air conditioning, crank right. it up. <laughs> it's a good, it's a great tip, but it's not practical for everybody. And it's probably not the healthiest way to live. It is a good tip. It is a good tip. So, so, you know, Dave, the, the hot weather and prosthetic use, they don't mix well. Um, it's kind of a perfect storm for for sweating and slippage and rashes and just all kinds of icky funks. Um, the heat and humidity can also affect the fit of your device, and that has an impact on your limb health, kind of making everything snowball and just feel more uncomfortable during these hot summer months. Um, and on top of that, you know, exposure to the heat can actually damage your prosthesis, not only the socket, but some of the componentry as well. And we're going to go over all of that in today's podcast. Yeah. So we've got 10 tips to beat the heat. And Peggy, do you think we should alternate through these? Yes. Would you like me to take 10 or would you like to? Um, it's up to you. Oh, Why wow. don't you take it? I'll take 10. This is a very obvious one, folks. And it actually ties in with number one a bit as as well. But when it's hot, hydrate, drink lots of stuff. Um, lots of water. Yeah. Yeah. Not soda, not, not beer. Gatorade. Beer. Yeah. Not beer. <laughs> yeah. Drinking either sugar or, or beer is, I mean, I understand why people like to do it, but that's not how you stay hydrated. Um, if you really want to be hydrated, drink lots of water, cold water, water with ice in it. It tastes really good, and it helps prevent you from overheating. It does. Um, number nine is, you know, if if you are just miserable, I know a few weeks ago, Dave, our AC in our house, it's an older unit. We have these huge vaulted ceilings, and like literally, I live in a glass house. It's all windows, no blinds. Um, we just could not keep it cool, no matter what we did. So the the idea of staying inside in air conditioning um, wasn't really providing a lot of relief. So I found myself creating cold compression bandages. And I took old receiving blankets from when my kids were little. Um, I actually, so I wet them and then I threw them in the freezer for a few minutes just to get them nice and cold after I wrung them out. And then I just, you know, wrapped it around my limb to create some compression and the coolness really, really helped make me more comfortable. Yeah. And one of the, one of the problems when it's really hot and especially when it's humid is your limb swells. So as most people know, I think the fit in the summer is very different than the fit when it's much colder and less humid out. And so 
even if you use that as a tip, Peggy, just to try to um, reduce swelling perhaps a little bit and be able to get into a socket if you know you've got to go out in a bit is a is a good um, solution. And it just feels really, really good. Yeah. Just- in a re- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so I was going to say in a related vein, uh, another way to try to cool down is use an ice pack um, and you can place the ice pack against your limb. The the one caveat to this is always put a barrier between any ice and your skin uh, because I have seen people become amputees as a result of failing to do that. So we're not trying to increase the level of amputation, but um, again, applying applying something cold to your limb uh, is is a great way to cool down. Just make sure that you put something between the, the bag of ice or the ice pack and your skin. Um, number seven is a short-term solution that I try to not do often, but when I do find myself, you know, having to take a diuretic, it works for me. Um, if you're, when I'm having like crazy limb swelling, if I went to the barbecue the day before and it's crazy humid and I was on my leg all day and I just, I can't get into my prosthesis no matter what I do and I have to get moving for the day, I will actually take a water pill um, the night before or the morning of. And for me, it works wonders to bring the swelling down to a point where I can manage. Uh, as always, we're not telling people to do this. This is just something that works for me. Uh, you want to check with your doctor to make sure, especially if you have other health conditions going on, um, you know, make sure that that is a healthy solution for you. But I have done it on occasion, especially, you know, when I was going to an amusement park is one time that it really stuck out that I, I just could not get my leg to fit correctly and I was going to be miserable. So you know, I took the water pill and a few hours later, I was fine. Yeah, it's not one I've ever tried before, but um, it's it's interesting um, when you actually sent that to me as one of the tips. I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. I never thought of that. So um, bravo for originality. And why don't you take number six too? Because this is something I have no direct experience with since I don't wear it liner socks. Okay. So they do have liner socks that you can put on between, uh, it goes directly over top of your residual limb and then you don your liner up over top of them and they're designed for sweat control. They're embedded with the the silver, which is antimicrobial. Um, some people absolutely swear by them. They're incredibly thin, so they don't add bulk to your limb so you can still fit into your socket. Um, I personally don't find them comfortable, um, but I know that a lot of people swear by them. So if you have an issue with with excessive sweating in the summer and you know, you're slipping out of your liner and pistoning right out of it, um, you might want to explore just giving them a try. Good advice, Peggy. So now we go to the top five. And number five is don't leave your socket in the direct sun or in the car. Um, in the summer, if you just leave your socket, um, if you're at the beach and you leave it exposed in the sun um, for an extended period of time, when you put your leg back in it, it's going to be really hot. Um, and it, it can kind of cook your limb in ways that are not comfortable. I actually, and, Dave, I actually got a burn my first summer as an amputee doing that. Yeah. Because yeah. I had no idea. And I remember I put my leg to the side, hopped in the pool, and didn't even realize that it was that hot until, you know, basically later that evening when I took my leg out and I had a huge burn on it. 
Yeah, and this is one, it, like just the, the way to handle this is very simple. Um, like I, I just did this, Peggy, when, when I was on vacation the last few weeks. And when I was going into the pool, I was down in the Caribbean, very hot um, during the day. Sun's really pounding down. And you just take a towel and you throw it over throw it over your limb. It's also kind of a smart move to do that because if your limb is off and if you're in a place where someone might want to take it, but it's covered by a towel, um, that's it, it makes it less obvious that it's sitting there. The other thing, and we've talked about this before, Peggy, and can't stress it strongly enough, do not leave your prosthesis in the car in the middle of the summer. Um, you know, the interior of a car can easily get over 120, 130 degrees, and um, it can actually deform the socket uh, if, if it gets hot enough. And potentially, if you've got, particularly if you've got smart components, it could damage those components as well. So uh, just be smart, be prudent, keep the leg with you in the summer. And if you take it off and it's going to be in sunlight, cover it with something to make sure that it doesn't get too hot. Good tips. It's also just... From a practicality point, people do steel prosthetics, you know, um, which always baffles me, but I think that they don't really know what they are and they look expensive, which they are. Um, so I know quite a few people who have had their devices stolen out of their cars. So, yeah. And I know you and I have talked about that in the past and it was one of our, I think in a very early podcast, maybe even before we had formal episodes, we talked about that and said, never, ever, ever ever leave your prosthesis in your car nothing good can happen exactly um so number four is you know if you're at the pool or at a beach or at a picnic or a party or wherever and you're not wearing your prosthesis or you're swelling so you took it off or or for whatever reason your residual limb is exposed make sure you use sunscreen make sure you use sunscreen that is not skin that that you want to have a burn on it will make everything more difficult you know upper extremity and lower extremity you need to protect it um you know make sure you use sunscreen when you're not wearing your device especially since it's typically your skin is typically in a socket so it's about as white as skin can be generally exactly it's it's not the part of your body that is going to just tan beautifully naturally and easily it'll go pretty much straight to inferno and if you you know i i know i don't have the same sensitivity down there so you might not even know that that the sun exposure is doing anything until it's too late Yeah, it's good input, Peggy. Why don't you take number three? Because I want you to be able to take number one as well. And I already sort of put us off track by having you take two in a row on the last time. So take this one as well. Also, because you've you've dealt with this. I have not. I've never tried this. Um, So sweating in the summer is one of those kind of understood dirty little secrets that that the limb loss community doesn't really want to talk about with people outside the community. But it's a huge issue. Um, I know in the summer when I take off my leg, I always have to have a towel there and just pour out the sweat that accumulates in the bottom of the liner. Um, it's unhygienic. It can smell. It can compromise the fit of my device. It compromises my suspension system. It's just, it's nasty. It's icky and it's just not good and comfortable. I found that if I use antiperspirant spray, and just spray two very solid, good coats on my leg. So I spray it one time, let it dry for about 35, 40 seconds, spray it again, let it dry, and then don my liner. 
it has cut down on the amount of sweat immensely for me. Yeah. And there, there are also, I know some sticks that sometimes people use deodorant sticks or antiperspirant sticks that some people use. And if you really have chronic problems with this, you can also visit a dermatologist and see if they have any prescription solutions that might help. And that kind of takes us to number two, quite logically, which is maintain good hygiene. Um, don't sit in your socket sweat all day. This is particularly true if you have healing issues, um, vascular issues, and, um, you know, having, having your limb just sit in kind of fetid, sweaty water for, you know, hours at a time just isn't an awesome feeling and it's not healthy. Um, I am, I'm someone Peggy who, you know, when I go out in the summer, um, I tend to start sweating pretty quickly. And this is one that I don't even do as much as I should. But when I can just tell you when you're walking and you feel, um, you feel fluid just sloshing at the bottom of your limb, it's not a great feeling. And it's way better to just take the three minutes to get the socket off. If you wear a liner, get the liner off, get the liquid out, get the sweat out, wipe it down with a towel, put the limb back on. It feels so much better. Um, and it's much healthier than just, um, again, um, I think Kramer in Seinfeld once described a bath as a, as a fetid uh, pool of germs or something like that. And that's basically what it's like when you're sitting in your own sweat for an extended period of time. It is disgusting. And I find that I, I always feel better when I do that, Dave, but for some reason I will put it off or delay. Um, and I think that it's just because I, the, the inconvenience and frustration that I have to do it and, and my pride in saying I have to take a break or trying to find a restroom so I can take my leg off and then get everything cleaned up so I can go back to the amusement park just sometimes frustrates, you know, the bejeebers out of me. Uh, but it is a good tip and I do need to, to do it more often than I do. Yeah, Peggy. So it's, you know, it's so funny that you say it's, you know, the, the struggle between knowing what's right to do and doing it that way yourself, because I have exactly the same problem. And I, I think that I think that the disconnect here for people often is it's just a, you have to stop and take your leg off and it's a hassle. And who wants to do that? You just want to keep going with your day. Um, and I'm often that way, too. But I will also say on the flip side, even though I am not as diligent about this as I should be, um, sitting in a pool of your own sweat, particularly when it's encased in a socket, is really unpleasant. It's not a great feeling to just sort of have your legs sloshing around in the bottom of this bowl of sweat. So um, this is a classic example of do what we say, not what we do. Uh, but it's it's really good advice. And particularly if you do have, you know, if you do have healing issues, vascular issues, um, making sure that you, you protect the integrity of your limb is so important. Definitely. I think maybe we should all make a pledge that, you know, we're not going to sit and sweat this summer. So maybe we could start a movement, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hashtag in there somewhere. There is somewhere. I'll think of it. But for number yeah. one, do you have the amp drum roll, please? Yeah, the amp drum roll, which is an organ. Yeah, I do have that. The best thing that you need to do and to remember is to watch your activity during the summer months, especially during heat waves when they're talking about not spending a lot of time outside, 
that's not the time to become Superman or Wonder Woman and think that you can beat it. Um, fact is, it's easier for amputees and individuals living with limb loss to overheat. Our vascular system has been disrupted because of the limb amputation or amputations. If you use a prosthesis, you're walking around with something artificial strapped on. That in and of itself creates heat. So watch what you're doing in the summer. Take it easy. If the weatherman is telling you that you need to go inside, you know, there's no shame in following directions. Go inside, stay cool, try to not exert yourself. And trust me, the yard work, the activities that you needed to do outside, they will all still be there when it's a little bit cooler or when the sun starts to go down. Yeah, you don't get bonus points for for being a tough person and then, you know, dropping dead or winding up in the hospital with heat stroke and um, you know, this isn't you know, th- this isn't something that just afflicts people with with um limb loss or limb difference, but certainly it affects us in some ways more acutely uh, just because the amount of energy, uh, particularly for lower extremity amputees, that it takes to function every day is significantly more than for an able-bodied person. But, you know, Peggy, just, you know, just last week, um, we had we had one of those days where the humidity was super high. It was in the 90s. Uh, probably the, quote, real field temperature was probably triple digits. And I was driving, um, driving to pick up lunch. And I saw a guy probably in his mid to late sixties walking on the side of the road and he was wearing, uh, he was wearing blue jeans and a short sleeve shirt. And he was walking actually at a pretty good pace. And all of a sudden, as I drove by him, he stopped and he, I would say he sat on the curb because he clearly intended to sit and did sit. But as he was doing it, I watched his legs just sort of go out for under from under him. So he was preparing to sit, but he basically collapsed into a sitting position. And I pulled back around and rolled down the window and I said, are you all right? And he says, I'm having some trouble here. I'm just, I can't get my breath. And I said, get in the car and threw on the air conditioning, cranked it up and, you know, took him to where he needed to go, which was only a little further down the road. But, um, you know, it's, it can happen to you fast. And before you're aware of it, um, you know, you can be in real trouble. And so, uh, particularly when, when we're looking at protecting ourselves and being responsible, uh, you know, pay attention to, to what the weather, weather people are saying and, and don't be a hero and, uh, make sure that you're still around the next day to, to be helping other people and doing the work that you do every day. Dave, you are a Higley Town hero. I'm noticing what a trend you- here with you, like helping people on the side of the road. Okay, so I, I have two reactions to this. One is, yes, I, 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 I'm getting smarter in my old age in that this time I didn't get out of the car and stand behind it um, so that someone else could strike me. So I am incrementally wiser today than I was 20 plus years ago. Um, and then the second reaction I have is Higleytown is what again? Higleytown hero. Oh, Higley. You don't know that? Not I'm really. The I'm sure. hero, brave and true. You help each other with the things you do. It's a cartoon. Oh, what's the cartoon? Higleytown heroes. That's the name of the show? Yeah. They go around wow, helping each I'm getting, other. I'm getting old. Getting old. I don't know these things anymore. My kids are too old for this. <laughs> Google it. You can watch it on YouTube. With with the stream of bad news all the time lately, 
you might find yourself just tuning into Higgly Town Heroes because it's it's a wonderful utopian society where people just help each other for no other reason than they want to help. Oh, can I move there? I know. How do we get there? Well, you're wow. already a Higgly Town hero. Well, we just need more Dave McGill's. Oh God, help us all. <laughs> Talk to my wife and see, see see if you can get <laughs> consensus around that. That'll be interesting. And my kids. Um well, that's very kind of you. I, I'm mostly relieved that this did not become sort of o- an oblique reference to uh, what's the, the – the, oh, God, I can't remember anything. I'm senile, Peggy. The uh, the Wiggles. I was hoping well, that it wasn't actually, somehow – Well, actually, the Higgly Heroes were on after the Wiggles. That's how I know them so so acutely. Yes, but the fact that they're not the Wiggles makes them they're increment – you know, makes them much better just by – Exclusion. Those are fighting words. We're into Baby Shark right now, though. We're actually going to a Baby Shark concert soon. Really? Yeah. Don't know what that is either. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll drop you a link. I'll tweet you a a, a link. You can you can okay. listen to it. It'll stay in your head all day. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that sounds dangerous. That sounds very dangerous. You have no idea the kinds of musical repetitions that go through my head on a good day. Well, now we can add Baby uh, Shark to your repertoire. Oof, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Well, anyway, number one point is we, we digress there, a little bit. Yes, don't overheat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another one down, Peggy. Great talking to you. Stay cool. Summer's almost over. Everybody goes back to school soon. Not that I'm celebrating, but I'm going to try to not overexert myself during my happy dance in a few weeks. Fantastic. Look forward to it. Take care. All right, Peggy. Great talking to you. Bye. Bye.